As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aavl-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another ACB community event with The Sparrow. I am Liz Whitaker. I'm really excited to be here today to talk to you about filling out forms. So I know the title of this training was using Smart Glance, which is a new feature to JAWS Infusion 2023. And we've already talked about that a little bit, but we're going to delve into that today some more. But we decided to round out this training with more than just Smart Glance because there's so much to filling out forms. And as we all know, not all forms are created alike. So... Here in just a minute, we're going to dive right into that. I also just wanted to mention a couple of events we have coming up. We will have an Ask Sharky on Clubhouse next week. That's going to be on Tuesday, the 27th at 10 a.m. Eastern. And we're going to be talking about scheduling meetings and navigating those meetings in Microsoft Teams with JAWS. And then, of course, next Thursday, we're going to be right back here talking about tips for online shopping. We've gotten a lot of requests about that, so we are going to give you even more power tips for online shopping with JAWS. And actually, some of these things we're going to be talking about today will definitely apply because, you know, there are a lot of forms when you're trying to check out, when you're trying to navigate your cart and things like that. All right. And another thing to just give you a heads up on too, we're, we're already working out our January schedule. We're going to post it next week so that you can look at our schedule and know what events are coming up and when they are and where they are. So that's going to go up at the end of the week on our blog at blog.freedomscientific.com and also on our training page at freedomscientific.com forward slash training. So stay tuned for that information as well. One other thing to mention before we get into filling out forms. So Ask Sharky is our Clubhouse event that we do every week. And we're still gonna do that on Clubhouse, but starting in January, we're also going to offer that on Zoom. So more details to come on that. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen now so that you guys can hear JAWS. And we're gonna start talking about forms. All right, so just To give you an idea of what we're going to cover today, I'm going to talk about different fields that we will find in forms and how to navigate those. We're going to start out talking about a JAWS feature, though, called forms mode and what that is and why it's important. I know you guys have probably used it. Many of you probably use it every day, in fact. But we want to talk about some of the settings associated with forms mode and how you can customize it. And then I want to talk a little bit about navigating with those quick navigation keys with JAWS and also using the tab key when you're filling out forms and just some things to be aware of and things you might encounter as you tab through those forms. 
I also want to show you how to bring up a list of form fields in a form so that you can navigate that and kind of get a, an overall layout of your form before you even fill it out. This is something that I personally like to do, especially if it's a long form. Uh, for several reasons, and, and we'll get to those, but you know, knowing what information you're going to need for that form helps you prepare for filling it out, and it also allows you to navigate through a list of form fields without altering any information or anything like that. So we're going to talk more about that, and then we'll talk about a feature called Smart Navigation and why you might want to use that in a form, how it could benefit, you could benefit from it. Smart Glance, which was really the focus of today and today's topic, and I will show you some new things about that. And then finally, where you can go to learn more about filling out forms or get those keyboard commands for navigating forms. So I have three forms today that I want to work with. One of them is a credit card application form. One is a passport application form, and the other is for uh, I believe it's Google AdWords. It's Google uh, Google Ads, maybe. Uh, it's a Google form. So, and they're all very similar, but they do have some differences. And, and each of them has some features that I really wanted to point out as features that you will commonly see on a form. But first of all, let's talk about forms mode and how does that tie into filling out forms with JAWS on the internet? So when we navigate web pages, we are using the virtual PC cursor. And the reason it's called a virtual cursor is because on the internet, you don't actually have that physical system cursor that moves around in your documents like you would in Microsoft Word or Outlook or things like that. So we needed to have a way to read web pages like we would a document so that we can up and down arrow and read line by line or you know, right and left character at a time control right and left award at a time and so forth. One of the things that we added in JAWS in order to make navigating web pages easier is what we call quick navigation keys. And these are letters that we use to jump to certain places on a page very quickly. For example, we can use the letter H to navigate by heading, B for buttons, E for edit boxes, things like that. And so when we're filling out a form, we need a way of typing letters without navigating around the page. So as a JAWS user, if you have ever nav tried to navigate, you know, a form or, your, or I'm sorry, a page and you want to type in a form and, you know, you're trying to type in that form and it's just kind of going all over the place. I know that happens also to you know, if you have a sighted user who's helping you and they're clicking in that form and they're wondering, you know, why is why is it not letting me type? Well, it's because you're using those quick nap keys. In order to be able to type in that form field or use a, a drop down, you know, combo box or radio buttons and things like that, we need to turn on what's called forms mode. Now, for many of us, this happens automatically when we go to a web page. For example, if you go to google.com, Focus will go right to that search box. You'll hear a little pop noise and you'll be able to type in a search. And that happens a lot of times when you go to a page where there's a form or when you tab uh, around the page. If you're using tab or you're using the arrow keys and you land in a field, an edit box, for example, uh, then, you know, the forms mode will turn on. You'll hear it. You can type in that box. Or if it's a, a 
combo box. You know, you'll be able to use your up and down arrow keys to make choices. So that's what we refer to as forms mode. Now I want to show you the settings for forms mode because you can customize this uh, to, to exactly how you would like it to behave. So I'm here on the page. PC cursor. And let's see. Credit card mortgage. Okay. I'm here on a page and I'm in Chrome. Now you can do this in any browser. All of these things apply to any browser that you're in. They're not specific to a certain browser. But I want to go to JAWS Settings Center. And I'm going to do that by pressing insert six on the number row. Chrome JAWS Settings Center dialog. So when I press insert six on the number row, since I'm in Chrome, it's going to default to Chrome settings. Well, I don't want to do that. I want to make this a global setting. So I'm going to press control shift and the letter D delta to set uh, setting center to default here. So I'm going to press control shift D. JAWS setting center default all applications. So now any changes I make are going to apply to all applications. So when you enter setting center, you're in and you're in a search box. And so I'm going to type forms, the word forms. F S forms mode. All right. And it did find a search result here. I'm going to down arrow to it. Eight search results list box forms mode. And that means there are eight search results that may have the word forms or, you know, something similar in it. If I down arrow. Select forms mode semi-auto auto forms mode settings forms mode. So I get a few different settings here. Manual forms mode settings open forms mode auto select forms mode. So I'm going to go ahead and enter on forms mode here. Enter search edit box cleared. And it places me in these search results. And this forms mode option is probably closed. Let's see. I'm going to do a say line with insert up arrow. Forms mode closed. Three of 26. Now, if I open it with my right arrow, now you don't have to do that. You could keep pressing down arrow and go to those separate choices there. But I like to do this because it's all kind of contained here. So I'm going to press right arrow. Forms mode open. Four items. And it tells me there are four items. So I'm going to down arrow to the first one. Level one. Select forms mode semi-auto. One to four. Forms mode. So here we have four options and we can change these or you know i can i'm going to go through them using the space bar so it's on semi-auto we're going to talk about what each of those things means here in just a second but if i space space manual three of three we get manual space auto one of three we get auto which is typically that that's the default is auto space semi-auto two of three uh, actually we have three choices here so we have auto semi-auto and manual so if we tab Read only edit. Use the radio buttons in this group to select how you wish to get in and out of forms mode. All right. So this is just telling us that we can select here how we wish to enter and exit forms mode. And if we down arrow here. When set to auto, JAWS automatically enters forms mode when you press tab, shift plus tab, or the arrow keys to move to a control that requires. So what this is telling you here is it's when it's on automatic you know, JAWS will automatically enter a form when focus is on it, a field when focus is on it, or when you tab or arrow to it. Forms, you can use the status cells and break. Move away from the control. And it's just going to give you some information that you can read here, you know, with your arrow keys. Um, Selecting manual prevents JAWS from ever putting you into forms mode. As you so manual, and I, I'm pressing control to make it stop reading because I'm going to explain it. Manual means that it's never going to just automatically place you in when you're on a field it's not going to just turn forms mode on you will have to press space or enter to do that yourself i personally like semi or manual but you may like auto 
because um, one of the things about auto is, you know, when you go to a page and there's a field, it will automatically jump you there and, and turn it on. And you may not want that, or you might want that. So that when numpad semi-auto is a mode in between auto and manual, you will only enter forms mode if you land on the control while navigating with tab or shift plus tab. So right there, it tells you that with semi-auto, if you're using the tab key or shift tab and you encounter a form field, it will enter forms mode. And that one is, is pretty nice because if you know there are fields on the page, you may want to use tab to navigate to them. So let's press shift tab and go back up to our setting here. Preview, select forms mode semi-auto, one to four. And we'll just leave it on semi-auto. So I'm going to press alt A for apply because I want to apply these settings. And actually, hang on just a second. We're not quite done with that yet. So we're not going to do that yet. But I did make a change. All right. So I'm I'm here on the forms mode setting. I'm going to press down arrow. Let's see what the rest of our forms mode settings are. Auto forms mode settings closed. So here we have some specific settings to auto forms mode. Auto forms mode settings open. Level 2. Navigation quick key delay unavailable. So because we don't have it on auto, we can't change any of those. But, you know, again, we just, I'm going to left arrow to close this. Level 1. We have some specific settings for auto. Level 2. Navigation quick key delay. Auto manual forms mode settings closed. Manual forms mode settings. Forms mode sounds closed. And now we have one for sounds. So if you don't like the sound, the little pop uh, that you hear when form, forms mode, is activated and then the pop you hear when it's deactivated when you press escape to navigate away from you know exit forms mode and go back to your virtual pc cursor it's a different pop than the one that we use to enter forms mode but you can actually go in here and change those sounds and you have lots of options here for changing those so those are your forms mode settings and i'm going to press level zero text oops, i didn't mean to do that i'm going to press alt a to apply these all done. Read only at OK button. And I actually, let's see, I need to press space on OK. Space credit. So I'm not sure if it actually took that change. That's OK. I think I might have messed it up when uh, I started to apply it and then I didn't. But so you change your settings and then you press Alt A or you can tab to apply uh, because you need to apply them. And then you tab to OK and press enter and it will change your settings. All right, so we've gone through the forms mode settings. We know what those are, and I am back here on this credit card application. Credit card, mortgage, banking, auto chase, online chase .com. All right. So, again, you know, we I said this earlier, but as we all know, all forms are not all this. No, they're not all created the same. Not all equal. Form fields can be a lot of different things. We have edit fields, which are fields we can type into things such as our name, our email address, you know, maybe our phone number, things like that. We also have what we call combo boxes, or they're also referred to as drop-down menus, where you make a choice, maybe what state you live in, things like that. And then we have checkboxes. Those are normally used when you either need to check several items, uh, you know, check all that apply. We also have radio buttons, which are usually or typically you can only have one checked. So you see those oftentimes when you have something that requires a yes or no answer. So those are some examples of form fields. Buttons are also considered form fields because you may have buttons for certain things. You may have a submit button. So mm -hmm. we do have some mm -hmm. quick navigation keys 
for navigating those fields. Credit card. Now, you can use the letter F if you want to navigate through all form fields. So I'll press the letter F. Customer service. Search button. Check in the savings menu, submenu, collapse, credit cards, menu, submenu, collapse, home loans, menu. And it's, it's navigating us through all of these different options here. If I want to skip right to this form, all of these forms have something in common. We can use the letter H. Chase.com home heading level one. And navigate to a heading. So now I can just navigate through uh, this form using the letter F. Username edit required. Username. Password, password, edit required. This checkbox means that we will remember your username. Sign in button, open an account button, previous slide button, next. So we just have some information there. Depositing checks as a snap heading. And, uh, you know, this gives us, a. that's just a very short form. It wants our username, our password, things like that, uh, you know, if we had one. Um, if you want to navigate specifically by edit field, let's come on and go back to the top with control home. Credit. And I can press the letter E. Username edit required. And E will jump through all the edit fields on the page. Now, these different things here that we're talking about may or may not be associated with a form. You can have things like edit fields that are search boxes. So I could keep pressing E. Password, password edit required. Wrapping the top. Username edit required. And that one just happened to have two. Same thing with buttons. You can have a submit button. You can have different kinds of buttons. Sometimes these menus that are collapsible, we call those accordion style menus, they'll be buttons. So just to let you know, not all of these things will you know, always be in a form, but this is how you can navigate them. Now, if I go over here, please fill out the form below Google Ads help. Please. This is Google Ads. Now, please. you know, I can press the letter H here to navigate to the beginning of the form. Please fill out the form below heading level one. Then not all forms are going to have headings associated with them. I just got lucky here, but this takes me to the beginning of that form. And usually what that means is I'm going to have some information here that will tell me about this form. So if I'm down arrow. Main region. Please remember that all information is required and to provide as much detail as possible. Star required field. All right. So usually an asterisk is... is Used to denote, or you know, star as it's called, to denote a required field. Oftentimes, these fields will also be marked with a certain color, usually red, um, or you know, some, sometimes they mark them differently depending on the developer. But from here, I could press F. Contact name edit required. F contact email edit required. And you notice these say required, so it's letting us know which fields are required. Email CC edit required. Add additional field button. Now, required edit, add additional field button, include email addresses of those you would like to CC on your submission. All right, so that was something different. It said add additional field. So if you wanted to copy somebody on this submission here for Google Ads, if you were filling out this form and you were going to use Google Ads for a company or for something, then you could have it copy somebody, but it doesn't necessarily give you that field right away, but you could add that field by pressing space on that button what it would do is that it would open up that field there google ads customer id edit so we got to one that didn't say required that means that you know you may not have a customer id so again you're going to have different ways different things that you can fill out and different ways of navigating to those and these are what we call quick navigation keys all these commands uh f for form field e for edit field c for combo boxes x for checkbox a for radio buttons. And don't worry about remembering all those, by the way, because I'm going to show you a quick way to find those out. 
All right, for the next thing, I want to show you how to get a list of all the form fields on a page. Passport application system. So I'm going to switch over to this passport application. And I'm at the top. I don't have to be at the top. Passport application system. But I want it to I want to start at, you know, at the beginning. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Now, if you press insert or JAWS key F5, and you can use the insert key if you have one, or if you are using a laptop and you have JAWS set to laptop layout mode, you can use caps lock. So I'm going to press insert F5. Select the form field dialog. All right. So it said select a form field dialog. What this does is just like if you use insert F7 and bring up a list of links, this brings up a list of form fields in what we call the virtual viewer. So this is a JAWS feature. This is specific to JAWS. And it's going to list all of the form fields on this page. So if I do a say all, which is insert up arrow. First name required edit one of 30. So it said first name required edit one of 30. Okay, so that told us a, a few things there. It told us that the name of the first field is for you, you know, that's first name. So the very first thing it wants to know is your first name. It said edit. So it is an edit field, which means we're going to type information in it. And it said it was required. And it said one of 30. First name required edit one of 30. So that told us that there are 30 fields on this page. Now, they may or may not all be related to this application. I think these are. But let's say I want to get a lay of the land, so to speak. I want to find out what information am I going to need when I fill out this form. I want to make sure I am prepared so that I can just fill it all out and submit it and not have to come back to it later and not have to start all over again. This also helps me know what kind of quick navigation keys I'm going to have to use or what, what kind of information we have here. What do I need to know? Do I need to type information? Do I need to search in a menu for information? What do I need to do? So I'm going to down arrow through some of these. Middle name, edit, two of 30. Okay, that one didn't say required, so I know that's an edit field that I can skip if I choose. Last name, required edit, three of 30. Suffix, edit, four of 30. Help, date of birth button, five of 30. Now, this is an interesting one, and we'll get to that in a minute. There's one here that says help button. It's a date of birth, but it said it was a button. So that's not some, that's not a field that we fill out necessarily, but it is something that is going to be an integral part of this form. Help, city of birth button, six of 30. Date of birth mm slash dd slash yyy required edit, seven of 30. So there's the field where we're actually going to enter our date of birth. City of birth required edit, eight of 30. All right. So as you can hear, it's telling you the type of field. I'm going to keep going because I want to get to some other types here. Help, country of birth button. Help, state slash territory of birth button, 10 of 30. Country of birth required combo box, United States, 11 of 30. So there is a combo box. That means we're going to use our arrow keys in this box to select or to navigate through the different options there and select one. Or we might even be able to use first letter navigation, which is where you press the first letter of what you need and it will jump there. So, you know, if you're in Colorado, you for state, for example, you'd press C. State slash territory of birth required combo box please help social security number button social security number submit button so submit button 16 of 30 m gender required rate so we've got just a lot of different things here we've got radio buttons check boxes we've got submit buttons so 
you know, again, going through this just lets you know what kind of information you're going to need. Now, you can, I'm going to go back to the top with Control Home. First name required edit. What? Now, if I want to go to one of these fields, let's say first name, I'm just going to press enter here. Enter. First name required edit. And it goes to that field and it also turned on forms mode. So from here, I can use my edit, I mean, my arrow keys to navigate through these. I would type my name and I could use my arrow keys, but I could also use the tab key. Now, let's let's see what happens if I tab. Middle name, edit. Last name, required edit as pop-up. All right. So some things to be aware of in fields that you may encounter as you're tabbing through. Now, this field, it's reading the prompt for each field. But there are some forms where when you use the tab key, it may just say edit. And when that happens, you can turn off the PC cursor with escape. Escape. And you can arrow up to read. Suffix. Edit as pop-up menu. The information that you're supposed to type in there. Hopefully that's not necessary on most forms. And this one it's not. But sometimes if you're tabbing through and it says edit and you think, well, what am I supposed to enter there? I need to know. Then you will hit escape up arrow and read that information because that's going to read the prompt to you that text that's associated with that field and then you can down arrow back to that form suffix edit as pop-up menu or back to that field and you can hit enter, enter. now if you probably just heard joss's edit has pop-up menu so this is an edit field however sometimes there are certain fields where you have the ability to uh, auto fill things in you know when you're using your browser maybe you filled information in before like your address your email address your street address things like that so in those pop-up fields you can just type in information it really doesn't matter that's what i typically do but you can also hit alt down arrow and it will open up uh, an autocomplete area where uh, for example, let's see. Last name required edit as pop-up. Let's see what it does if I press Alt down arrow. Alt down arrow autofill list box expanded with a Columbus. Oh. All right, so it knows my last name just because I have actually, you know, filled out forms and things before. I could press Enter on that. Enter passport application. And last name is a suffix. <laughs> last name last name required. Last name is required graphic suffix. Edit as pop-up menu white paper. So it actually put that in the wrong field, but you you see where I'm going with that. You can you can down arrow Space. if I want. Like if that happened to me and I thought, oh, that was the wrong information, I can I can clear that field. Now sometimes you can just backspace to clear a field, but I always like to do Control A. Selected. Because that selects everything in that field, and I can hit backspace. R. Selection deleted. Blank. And there we go, and it's clear again. But if I did want to open that uh, drop down list there the pop-up that it mentioned i could press alt down arrow and i could down arrow to whatever autocomplete option i wanted to fill in there and hit enter now again that may not be something that you want to use but i just wanted to let you know what that was okay so let's talk about these buttons that we get now when we're tabbing through here suffix edit help date of birth button we will hear those and we'll also see them if we are navigating but you think, why is there a button here? All right, well, I press space on it, and let's see what we get. Space, form.state.gov says, enter your date of birth using mm slash dd slash yyy format. Okay, button. All right, so we get a little dialogue here that we can't actually navigate with our arrow keys, but it told us how to enter the date of birth. Now, let's say with JAWS that you want to read that information mm -hmm. word by word. There is a JAWS command mm -hmm. 
that will allow you to virtualize your control. Mm -hmm. And that is insert shift V or JAWS key shift V. That's virtualized control. Virtualizing current control. Form state now, what that does is in that little virtual viewer, same place that we had the uh, list of form fields, we have some information here and we can use our arrow keys to read it. For errors, form.state.gov says, for errors, form.state.gov says dialog. And it's thinking that there are errors here, but. For errors, form.state period, state. Enter your date of birth using mm slash dd slash yyy format. So if I wanted to make sure that it wants me to actually type out the entire year here, I can navigate this with my right left arrows or my control right and left. Says, enter your date of birth using left parent mm. M M slash D D slash Y Y Y Y right parent. So from that I know I'm supposed to use a two-digit month, a two-digit two-digit day, and a four-digit year. So now I can escape to get out of the virtualized window escape. control okay, here, button. and then I can space space passport And what that does is it takes me back to my form. So that was something kind of unique. I like that it, there were some help buttons that would give you information. So if you're tabbing through a form and you get to a help button, that's probably what you're going to get when you press space is you know, a little message about what you're supposed to enter. And then you press space on OK to get out of that. All right. So now that we've talked about quick navigation keys, before we move on to a feature called smart navigation, let's go back to the top here. Well, virtual anytime you want to get out of a form field and go back to your page, you can hit escape or you can hit plus on the number row. Uh, I happen to have a number row, so I hit plus. That turns off forms mode and takes me back to using my virtual PC cursor, but escape does the same thing. So I'm going to go back to the top. Passport application system. Now, there are a couple of ways you can get lists of hotkeys within uh, JAWS. You can press insert H, which is going to give you a list of JAWS hotkeys that are relevant to whatever application you're in. Go back a page, alt plus left arrow, arrow. And it does this, it brings these up in, again, that virtual viewer. And here you're going to find keyboard commands related to a lot of things, but one of those things are forms. So if I down arrow a few times here. Read the address bar, the next link, prior link, open the link, and display a list of display and manage place markers, display a list of links, insert plus F7, Dis display a list of form fields, JAWS key plus F5. And that's what we did to display a list of form fields. So these are all kind of mixed in with all the other commands. I'm going to press escape to get rid of that and go back to our page. Escape, passport, app. Another thing you can do just to get some specific commands, if you just want some, you know, you don't want to see all those other commands, you can use JAWS command search by pressing insert spacebar. Space. J is in JAWS. Search for JAWS commands dialog. And it brings up an edit box. And from here, I can type in, um, let's see, I'll type in form, uh, forms. F-O-R-F-P-C cursor. Edit forms. Virtual PC cursor. Heading level 3 link PC cursor. JAWS key plus semicolon. Obey level. Escape heading level 3. Wrapping the top. Okay, that didn't really get me what I wanted, so let's try this. Wrapping space. Select S space. I will try fields. F-I-E-L-D. Virtual P. Heading level 3 link. Focus to first field. Control plus JAWS key plus home. Focus to last field. Focus to next field. F focus to prior field. Form fields list. JAWS key plus F5. F so what happens here in... The JAWS command search, you type in what you're looking for, and you can press 
uh, down arrow or I press the, the plus <laughs> key on the numpad. Um, and then under each heading, you have a different command. And so I'm just pressing the letter H to navigate through these commands. So I have this one here. Heading level three link form fields list. JAWS key plus F5. And then if I down arrow. This keystroke lists all the form fields on the current page and allows the user to move to the selected field. It describes what that key does. And if I up arrow again. Heading level three link form. If you notice, it says heading level. Uh, it gives heading level and then it says link. So it's a heading and it's also a link. And if I press enter, it would bring up the list of form fields on that page because I'm still on that web page. But that's how you would get a list of specific keyboard commands. And those are what we call our uh, JAWS, you know, form commands or our quick navigation commands. I'm going to press escape. Escape passport application. All right. Let's take a second and see if anybody has any questions here. I want to see if we have any questions before we move on to the last couple of things that we're going to talk about. Cindy, any questions? You're, uh, un you're unmuted, so. Oh, I am. Okay, yes, I are. was just checking my uh -huh. status. Um, well, let's see. What do we got? Yes, we do. Okay, Kelsey, go ahead, and I'm going to start unmuting people who have their hands up, ask you to unmute, so you'll be ready. Okay, there you go, Kelsey. Hey there, Kelsey. Oh, sorry, I couldn't get unmuted there for a second. No problem. That's okay. <laughs> my uh, my AirPods were playing tricks on me. Ah. Yeah. That was how that goes. So I, I have a question. You were talking about um, hitting the escape key to get out of a form field. Uh-huh. And I have noticed, especially with LinkedIn, that if you do that, it takes you completely out of the dialog box. So. I'm just curious, you know, is, has anyone seen something like that? Is there, is there a way to get around it? When you say out of the dialog box, what, can you tell me what, what are you doing when you do that? When you press escape, where are you in LinkedIn when that happens? I, so like if you're trying to, for example, if you're doing like a, a job, you know, if you're like doing a job application or you're doing something mm -hmm. in your profile and you hit escape to get out of a form field it it'll take you back to the the main linkedin page if you will oh wow i've not encountered that yeah okay so in that situation um i would say use the command to turn on your or, or use your virtual pc cursor man which is command which is going to be virtual pc cursor um either plus on your numpad or if you're using JAWS, if you're using a laptop and you have JAWS in laptop layout mode, it's going to be caps lock semicolon. Okay, I have a I have a laptop that has a number pad, so. Okay, yeah, you should try hitting the plus key on the numpad or, you know, again, or using that caps lock semicolon and see if that does the same thing or if that just takes you out of that particular field. Okay, because I usually, escape works, but in with that particular website, it's... Uh, it yeah, I'm wondering, because that, that form or that area may be coming up uh, as a different... It may be, because it kind of sounds like it's a dialogue rather than a form. I know it's got fields. kind of sounds it like does, a dialogue yeah. that's going away when you press escape. Right, and that's, and, and that's not the typical behavior when you... Right. Uh, 
when you're in a form, you would expect to see that it would be that it would be a form and not a dialogue. So I'm just wondering Correct. if it somehow isn't if LinkedIn somehow did not code it correctly. And that may be. And I'll I'll go ahead and try that um, later on today. I'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I tell you what, if you don't mind, send an email to training at vespero.com and reference that because I'd like to sure. pass that information on so that we can, you know, we're aware of it and we can help people when that happens. And maybe we can reach out and, and see what we can see. It can be yep, done. I'll do that. that after this call. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Okay, Jay, go ahead. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to uh, fill out a form and it's got mm -hmm. a checkbox but they do not have um it enabled for using the keyboard what would be the best way for somebody that's not you know where you can only use a keyboard they have it they uh -huh. have it enabled to use your mouse but not uh -huh. to use the the keyboard so is this a situation where does it tell you the state of the checkbox? Like, does it say checkbox not checked? And then yes, when you press, uh -huh. yes, it will say checkbox is checked. Mm -hmm. When I hit the uh, space bar or when I hit the enter bar, mm -hmm. um, enter key, I should say, but it does not, uh, for me, it sounds like it's, ent you know, where it is there, but when somebody cited, it is not there. Okay, so it's indicating that it's checked when it's not? No, it's indicating no. that, yeah, it's indicating, but it's not really checked. Okay, that would be a coding issue. If you have any suggestions, I don't know if this is a site where you have, or there's confidential information that you can't share with us, um, or if it's something internal that you would not be able to share with us, but if you can, email us a link uh, the training at vispero.com and we'll take a look at that and see if if that's something that the developers would need to change or if there's anything that could possibly be done. I think it's the developers because I did talk to yeah. um, the help desk and uh -huh. as soon as I turned where they can use the mouse pad, right. uh, then they could check it and no problem. Sure. You, you just can't interact with it, right? That's the problem right. is that you can't. Yeah, it sounds like a checkbox that's not coded correctly. And I have seen those, you know, as well. Yeah, I tried using even the uh, right next to your numlock. Yeah, mm -hmm. I tried using that one. Right. And I was like, oh, you know, and the only way to do it was by the uh, mouse pad. Okay, so that using the JAWS cursor and the mouse, yeah, those those didn't work. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering if there was any other way besides those if they don't have it coded right. Not typically. I mean, do you do you does your computer have a touch screen? No. No? Okay. I was gonna say if you did, you might be able to do it that way. But those those get pretty tough sometimes because um, you know, there are we run into that with fields that you can't interact with, or sometimes we run into situations, and I'm sure you might have encountered this yourself as well, where maybe the box is, I know this is not the case in your situation, but fields where maybe the box is being checked, but JAWS is still indicating that it's not. And again, you know, it's, it's a coding 
it's coding thing, you know, where you're not able to actually physically interact with it. Okay. And then I also have another situation. Okay. This, this one I could talk a little bit more about. And this one is with Amazon to try mm-hmm. and go on to their jobs. Okay. And it's one of the, uh, it's like, um, it says edit. And you wanted to go on to, you can hear the edit, but it doesn't mm-hmm. allow you to click onto that. Oh, where you can enter on it, but you're not actually placed in that field? It, well, okay, what's to say it has a job and uh-huh. uh, what's to say it's sorting or whatever, um, you know, mm-hmm. whatever type of job. And, okay. you know, you can hear it says, um, you know, link, but to link into it, it doesn't link to that particular site. Okay, does it take you? Uh-huh. Doesn't take you anywhere. It doesn't take you anywhere. So you just press enter and or space and nothing happens. Yep. Yeah. Again, that might be a coding issue. I'll have to go check that as well. I've not actually uh, tried any of those, but I'll have to go check that out. So it's it's on their job listings. Is yep. it on Amazon.com? Yes. Amazon okay. jobs. Jobs. Okay. All right. And then, and then um, you just go down to there, you sort through jobs and then pick out whatever you, you might think of and mm-hmm. it doesn't link you to anywhere. Okay. I tell you what, if you don't mind, send an email to training at vespero.com okay. and um, just reference this conversation and that way I can email you back and tell you what I found out. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Any other questions? I do not see no. any hands up. Checking. As soon as you say that, somebody does re- does raise their hand. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Let's see. No. Um, no, I do not. Okay. Well, we just have a couple more things to talk about, so I can go ahead and cover those, and then we can take more questions. So, okay, is that all right? Passport. Okay. A um, couple more features I wanted to talk about for forms are one of them is called smart navigation, and this is a feature that is often used with web-based applications like Google Drive with tables it's really really handy in tables when you're especially when you're navigating long tables and multiple tables on a page but it can also be handy in a form if you just kind of want to skim through it quickly it allows you to get kind of a natural navigation of what's on the screen and what i mean by that is you know if you have form fields or links or things like that that are actually on the same line Rather than using down arrow to navigate through them, you can use your right arrow. So you kind of get an idea of how the form is laid out. So I'm going to go to the first form field. First name required edit as pop Now right here, if I were to press right arrow, it's just going to navigate by character. L-I-Z-A-B. Middle name. Apparently my name is there, but, or, you know, if I down arrow. Edit as pop Edit. Last name required. It's going to go to the next field. Last name is required graphic. But. Uh, if I turn on smart navigation, which 
You can do it in a couple of ways. Um, you can go into settings center with insert six on the number row and type in like, smart navigation and you can go down through the settings. And you have four choices. You have off, you have controls, which is you know what we're using kind of here navigating through uh, form fields or what you would be using if you were if you were on a web-based application like Google Drive or OneDrive where you had a toolbar and you wanted to navigate across that toolbar with your right and left arrow keys. So you have controls, tables, controls and tables and off. If you use the quick navigation key for it, you're going to use smart navigation controls and tables. Insert X or JAWS key X, and it's going to toggle you between controls and tables. Smart navigation off and off. And this is temporary. What I mean by that is if you turn it on and then you navigate away from this page and then you come back, it's going to be off. You know, it's going to have turned off. So if you want it on, you know, for this page, uh, every, you know, for for the duration, you're going to have to go into setting center, turn it on. For demonstration purposes, I'm just going to go ahead and press insert X. Smart navigation, controls and tables. And I'm going to turn it on. And then from here, I can hit right arrow. Suffix colon. Edit as pop-up menu. Edit. Date of birth left parent mm slash dd slash yyy right parent colon required. Date of birth is required graphic. Help colon date of birth button. And again, it's navigating me with the right arrow through these different things. And when I get to an edit field or a you know, drop down list or something, I can press enter. I can go back with left arrow. Date of birth is required graphic. Date of birth left parent mm slash dd slash yyy right parent colon required edit. And that just kind of gives me a lay of the land, so to speak, when I'm actually filling out the form. So I want to see what's on the same line. It kind of groups things together for you there. Um, and I can turn it off with insert X. Smart navigation off. So now, you know, we talked about we've been using a lot of edit fields here. So I just kind of wanted, before we get to smart glance, Pass. to touch on some of these other things. So smart navigation is an interesting feature that is helpful in forms. It's especially useful in tables because you can use that right and left arrow to navigate between columns. And you don't have to hold down alt and control. Uh, to, to navigate, you know, there. So you can just use your right and left arrow. All right, so we know that we can use these quick navigation keys. I can hit C for combo box. Country of birth required combo box collapsed. And I could open that with uh, enter, and then I could down arrow. Let's see if we have one for state. State slash territory of birth required combo box collapsed. Enter state slash territory of birth required combo box. Please select dot dot. And again, you know, I could use my arrow keys here. I could press the first letter. A, Alabama. A, Alaska. A, Oz, Arizona. A, R, Arkansas. You know, and I could just go through the different states there, and I could, when I find the one I want, I can, you know, tab to the next field, or if I press uh, that plus key again uh, to get out of this field plus on the number row. Virtual. I mean, not number row, the numpad, sorry, plus on numpad. And that brings me back to my virtual PC cursor here, and I'm back on the page. So, I, I hadn't demonstrated that. That's why I just wanted to uh, talk about that. And X for checkboxes. Changing gender marker. Wrapping the top. Changing gender marker. I can do A. Wrapping the top. M gender required radio button not checked. What? And I can check something, either a radio button or a checkbox with my spacebar. Uh, well, radio buttons, sometimes you can check with spacebars. Most of the time, those are situations where you have, you can also, um, 
turn on forms mode and then up and down arrow to the one you want. You usually have like, you know, just one choice there. So, but you can press the space bar as well on some of them. So again, every form is going to be different. And I kind of wanted to just go over that. The final feature I want to talk about, we'll go back to the top of control home. Passport application system. Is smart glance. Now this is a new feature with JAWS Infusion 2023. So smart glance is a feature that analyzes information on the screen that has someone has called your attention to visually, but that may not be coded in such a way that we're able to use a quick navigation key like H for heading or, you know, it may not be a heading, it may not be a link, it, it could be, but it may not be. So sometimes there's really important text that they want you to know about. Let's go back over to, let's see. Credit card, mortgage. Please fill out the form below Google Ads help. I'm back to this Google Ads help. Now, Smart Glance by default will announce when it loads, when the page loads, it'll announce how many glances or glance highlights is what they're called are available. So I'm going to press F5 and we're going to see what happens when this loads, when it's going to tell us things like um, how many links, how many headings and so forth. F5. Please fill out the form below Google Ads help. Please fill out the form below Google Ads help. Page has seven regions, three headings, and 27 links. There are nine smart glance highlights on this page. Please, please. All right. So it told us there were nine smart glance highlights on this page. Now, again, to use this feature, you have to have the latest version of JAWS or Fusion 2023, and it is automatically enabled. And think of this as just another quick navigation key so you know you open your browser you go to a web page you can use t or h for tables and headings and b for buttons you can use y for glance highlights Please fill so i could press y as in yankee star required field so one of the great things about this feature is that it helps you fill out fields because the things that visually call attention to information on a page are going to be things like different colors that are used, uh, different fonts, highlights, things like that. So in this case, it's calling attention to this required field. And in the in the settings, again, you can go to Settings Center with insert six on the number row and type in Smart Glance. And you're going to be able to determine things like, do you want to, do you want it to tell you on when the page loads? Do you want it to announce the number of Smart Glance highlights? Um, you know, or do you just want to encounter them when you're navigating? And if you do that, you hear a sound, like if you're using your arrow keys, if you have it set for that, you can have it do both or you can turn it off. And you can also do things like uh, you can set it to recognize or an actually, you know, analyze those different colors and fonts for things like headings, links, all form fields required form fields which that's set by default and so are invalid form fields and what in that what that means invalid form fields are fields where it's asking for information you might have typed it incorrectly like let's say you typed your email address and you forgot that at sign or you typed um know, date of birth and you put dashes instead of slashes or things like that so by default Smart Glance is going to find those things, but you can actually go in there and you know kind of fine tune it. There's also a setting for default or high, and what that means is if it's on high, it kind of you know analyzes things a little more in depth and and might give you more results that way. All right, so I'm going to keep pressing Y here. Contact name edit required. FS trainers. 
Contact email edit required. Strainers2 at gmail.com. So here it's just navigating me through these fields because whoever developed these is, is called attention to them using different colors and things like that. Sometimes you can find out what those colors are by pressing insert 5 on the number row. Gray 12 on white. And that one actually worked. Some of them say default on default. Gray 12 on white. But that actually worked. Okay. So I'm going to press Y. Email CC edit required. Step 1. Account level configuration. Selecting this from the service menu below will file a ticket to support configuring third-party measurement. All right. So what that did is it jumped us to a place on the page with some information that they want us to know about. Now, if I arrow around here. Bullet. List of two items. Nest pixels from measurement. There's, you know, this is not under a heading. It's actually under a bullet. List of bullet. Step 1. And it's step 1. You know, I would have probably found this information by arrowing around using the letter N to skip to the first block of text or second block of text. or, But this really helped me find some important information, which was step one. Uh, if I press Y again. Step two, campaign enablement once the account level configuration is completed. So this is telling me everything I need to know about Google Ads, about what happens if I sign up. How am I going to configure this? If I hit Y again. No files chosen. Was this helpful? So, you know, it just gives me some information. If I press Shift Y. No files chosen. Step two. Step one. It does all of this in reverse. Uh, and again, you know, if it says no files chosen, let's go back to that one with the letter Y. Step no files chosen. I can hit up arrow because I want to know what this really refers to because obviously someone's called attention to it. But what does it refer to? Submit an attachment star. And I pressed up arrow and it said submit an attachment. No files chosen. And it's telling me there are no files cho chosen because I haven't yeah, submitted an attachment. So that's how you would use Glance Highlights. And I'll tell you where this really comes in handy. And it doesn't work on every form. But let's say you fill out a form. And we've all been here, I'm sure. You fill out the form. You get to the end. You get to submit. And you press space or enter. And sometimes you get some information. It might tell you what to... Uh, correct or sometimes it might take you to that field place focus on that field that you need to correct sometimes you don't get any of that i was filling out something yesterday i don't remember what it was now but it was something that i had filled out a, several fields of information i pressed enter on submit and i got no verbal feedback of what i needed to do so i started i thought well let me use y for you know smart glance and basically there was one field that I had somehow skipped over and there was no information in it. And it was the very first field on the form and I had accidentally skipped over it. So I was able to fill that in, go back to submit, and it worked. So I've seen that sometimes on payment, you know, shopping sites when you're going to pay. Um, you know, you go to submit your order and nothing ha seems to happen. And what it is is there's, you know, piece of information that you need to fill in or something and so that's where smart glance can really help with forms but it also just gives you a lot more information about what's on the page what's important on the page what did the web page developer or what did the company think was really important on this particular page one more thing about smart glance is you can bring up a list of smart glance highlights by pressing uh, JAWS key, control Y. Select the Smart Glance Highlight dialog. And it brings those up in the virtual viewer. So again, I can go back to the top here. Star required field. One. And it tells me the first thing is a required field. FS trainers. Strainers2 at gmail.com. Strainers. And it's just taking me through all the different fields. And some of them appear to be filled out here. If I go to the end. 
Control end. Send feedback on dot 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 nine of nine. The last smart glance highlight is send feedback. I can up arrow. Was this helpful? Eight, no files chosen. Step two. Step one. Let's say I wanted to go directly to step one from here in this list. I can hit enter. Enter. Step one. Account level configuration selecting this from the service. Liz, but when you're finished, uh-huh. since I know you're almost finished, you yes. do have a hand and you've got right. three and a half minutes. Okay. So that's Four really what minutes. I was. Sorry. All right. Sounds good. Well, that's what I wanted to show you about Smart Glance and how that can help with forms. And that actually brings me to my very last comment, which is if you want more information on forms, you can actually go to our Surf's Up page on our training page at freedomscientific.com forward slash training. Go to the Surf's Up heading and you can get a lot of information there about different way, you know, different things you'll find in forms. There's a sample form. And you can learn all those commands from there as well. And let's go ahead and take those questions. Okay. Area code 518, ending in 517. Go ahead. Unless I had accidentally done you earlier before. But you can unmute. Actually, I think there was some sort of an error. I I did not have, have a question. Okay. I probably was eager. No, no problem. I just didn't want you to think that I was like, I don't oh, know, that's whatever okay. they call it when you're not supposed to be in here. But, okay. I, but I appreciate the seminar. Thank you so much, Liz. Sure. Thank you. And Okay. Let's see. Um, okay, Jay, go ahead. Oops. I think, no, because when you do a share, sometimes I lose. Um, there you go, Debbie. Go ahead. You can unmute, Debbie. Um, yes, uh, I have a question. Um, okay. I've seen, now this doesn't necessarily have to do with smart glass, glances, but mm-hmm. um, when I've tried to use the JAWS cursor in some apps, I've had it tell me, I'd have had it say JAWS scan cursor. Can you explain that? Sure. So the JAWS cursor is, you know, basically your mouse cursor. And so for years we would use it in apps where we really weren't getting a lot of information. We felt like there was more information on the screen that we weren't getting with our PC cursor that we weren't able to get to. But the scan cursor is what is automatically used in apps that have a different type of interface. Um, Some of the newer apps, the way they're built, they have a different type of interface. And so the scan cursor is basically the same thing. It'll give you the same type of information. And JAWS knows which one to activate, JAWS or scan cursor, depending on the app that you're in. So it's it's, it's very similar. It's going to give you the same type of information. Can you control whether the scan cursor is active or whether or not it's just the regular JAWS cursor? No, because it's based on the type of app that you're in and how that app's interface, you know, what type of interface that application has. And we need to wrap Um, up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Send us an email to training at vispero.com and I'll give you some more information on that. All right. I want to thank everyone for being here. Thank you for all your great questions. Hope everyone has a very happy and safe holiday season. And thank you, Larry and Cindy.